0: Selinas, aka Shorty Duwab and today's episode is going to be a bit different from the rest I am actually going to be answering a freestyle of questions that my listeners have asked me through email and some from my social media platforms and Um, When giving my answers, I will be, you know, sticking to my hashtags, which those of you who follow me on Facebook and Instagram know that I use them almost every day. And they are hashtag facts over feelings and hashtag faith over fear. I will try my hardest. To get to uh, every question I have gotten in this episode, some questions are short and sweet, and other ones are quite personal and actually on some, you know, sensitive topics. But that's totally fine. If that's y'all, you know, what y'all want to know, then I'm gonna go ahead and answer it. So if I get a little choked up, then so be it. Right. Um. Those that personally know me know that I'm a very sensitive gal, along with being extremely empathetic. But that's neither here nor there. So um, let's just get into it. And a quick disclaimer real quick, all the questions will remain um, anonymous. So uh, again, thank you so much for taking your time out to not only listen to these episodes, but to actually, you know, ask me questions and care enough to know um, a little bit more about either my journey or just my life in general. So thank you. All right. Um, first question it says, uh, Where are you from? It sounds like you are from New York. <laughs> and really funny question because I, I get this all the time, uh, more so when I'm actually face-to-face with somebody, but I guess you guys can hear it in here, too. I don't know what it is because I am not (laughs) from New York, and any true New Yorker will let you know I am not from there by just listening to me. But um, I was actually born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. I've been here my whole life, uh, 28 years. Um, I have not even lived in another state. I do travel a lot, and I have been to New York I was there when I was 12. That was the first time I went. Oh, I was so busy. I just, I remember that the most. And then here recently, I went to a very beautiful wedding of a friend of mine um, in New York. And I'll actually be going back uh, here soon to see um, Kane Brown in concert. And I am really excited. So if you guys listen to this before March 7th, he will be in Buffalo, New York and, uh, definitely you should go. I'm going, let's go. <laughs> so to answer your question, no, have not uh, lived, nor am I from uh, New York. All right. Second question. It says, how long did it take you to come out with your podcast? And where did the name come from? Oh, it's a great question. So my podcast took about a year before I published my first episode. And It only took me that long because I didn't know what I was doing for one. And I just felt like I needed to gain as much knowledge and do as much as much research as possible before I even, you know, told anybody about it. I was hyping it up throughout my social media, just letting everybody know it's coming. It's coming. And then I started asking myself, well, when are you going to publish your first episode? And not until I read the book by Russ. Um, called Get Out of Your Way. I read that book in one day and I've read it twice and it is number one on my books to read for sure. Um, but after I read that book and I closed it, I went ahead and set up my equipment that I had purchased um, the day that I purchased the book because I started reading it and then I put it away. And I'm like, you know what, let me just buy my, my podcast stuff and I'm gonna just go ahead and have it, so when I decide to record, I have it. So I opened up the book again, I read it in one day, I close it and I press record that night and I published my very first episode on January 20th, um, also MLK Day. <laughs> so uh, the reason why I titled it Life is Everywhere is because I am a very positive person. I love to inspire and motivate. And you truly can find life anywhere and everywhere that you go. No matter what you're going through, your ups, your downs, your ins, your outs, your lights, your darks. There's life in it all. And if you change your perspective um, on, you know, your situations, then you'll find the life. You'll see it. You'll be able to learn and, you know, gather your thoughts and emotions and just embrace whatever it is that you're going through, whether it's totally amazing or really, really dark. So thank you for that question. It's a good one. Now, this third question that I got, um, I did answer the person and then that was when I decided that I was just going to go ahead and hold off on my answers and just leave it for this episode. But I still wanted to share it because it really was a great question and so was my answer. So um, the question was, do you believe that someone can bring out the best in you or the worst in you? what's your belief on this subject? And my answer was, well, people have energies and energies are contagious. You, without wanting to become a product of your environment, the people you surround yourself with or that surround you unwillingly, they do affect your life. But it's up to you to realize, who those people are and what they are doing to you. And you have to weed out the bad ones so that you can become the best you that you need to become. What is your view on politics? (laughs) I read this question and I I did just that. I chuckled a little because my view is just my view, just like my opinion. It, It honestly doesn't even matter. Politics to me is just another chapter in a book to be honest. I I don't give it too much thought. I just conduct myself as such, and I feel we are all presidents in this world, and if we were to take a stand and all of us would stand completely united, we can truly make the difference that needs to be made in our country. Now, to specifically speak on Trump, hey, to each his own. If he does not come knocking at my door and physically trying to upset me in my home, then I have nothing to worry about. I cannot give my energy to a man that I am almost certain I may never meet. And I am totally okay with it. And I'll just leave that at that. This next one says, you seem so free spirited. Do you fear anything in life? Well, absolutely. I fear um, the most high and that is it. That is the only man that I fear. And I feel as long as I live holding integrity very high um, in my standards of life, then I will be totally okay. I have no reason to live in fear and no other aspects of my life. Now I do recall a time in my life uh growing up and probably about 3 years ago I did I lived in fear and it was scary and it was exhausting and I do not want it for anybody else do not live in fear there's no reason to fear anything besides the most high the creator of this universe the universe is powerful energies are real You know, so if you give out good, you get good hand in hand. You just always have to do the right thing and live with integrity. So, no, I I don't fear anything but the most high. And it's definitely a good feeling to to not live with fear for sure. This next one asks me, do you believe in love at first sight? Hmm. I used to. I used to believe in love at first sight, and man, did I fall in love a lot of times. (laughs) No, I do not believe in love at first sight anymore. I feel that, uh, yes, we all have a soulmate, but the soulmate that I believe we have is within ourselves. I... I no longer feel that that soulmate is another individual. We ultimately are the person and the partner that we desire. And as long as you continue to work on yourself and become whole and in tune with who you truly are, like working out all your fears, uh, standing with values and morals and never letting them down for anyone. You you stand in what you believe in and you stand for yourself and your home and if you have children and you just, you know, live to that high standard, whoever is meant for you will be for you and you'll be able to connect on a very deep spiritual powerful manner. Your souls will speak to each other. You wouldn't even have to open your mouth. You'll just know, man, this person is for me. And you'll be able to know when you meet somebody, you know, that person isn't for you. You will know that first red flag. You will know inside of yourself. Your soul will let you hear it loud and clear. Like, hey, uh uh-uh, not this one. Next. This one asks, do you have any children and if not, why? And if so, do you want more? Interesting, right? Uh, Yes, I am a mother of two boys. I have uh, an almost 11-year-old and almost 7-year-old, so I have my hands full, but they are the best ever and I did have my first one when I was 17 years old, so I was a teen mom and uh, it was hard, extremely hard, but it made me realize what unconditional love was. It was something that I feel I lacked for myself, but I knew now that it was a thing, you know, like, man, unconditional love, huh? You have children. That's, that's what this means. <laughs> but do I want more? You know what? I, I just want the, I guess you can say, ideal situation. I, I want a home to be established, a foundation, you know some some credentials to be in there before I have another child. if the most I wants me to have one, you know I will and that just be that. but uh, no more broken homes this way. <laughs> no more. Someone asked me if I grew up in a home with a mother and father. And my answer is no, I did not. Uh, I do recall my dad being around my life up until I was about, I want to say four or six, one of those ages, but you see how much of an impact he left there. Uh, he was with my mother. They were a, a couple you know up until that time but it was very toxic. I grew up in a very toxic home, a lot of domestic violence and just abuse overall. So, no, no mommy and daddy and then even after my dad left, he was actually incarcerated for a long period of my childhood and I did I did get to see him. My mother did do her due diligence and take me to see him, you know, quite a quite a bit of times and I thank her so much for that. But, you know, that's nowhere that a child needs to see their parent at all. I remember it vividly. You know, it's crazy. I actually remember my dad incarcerated more than I do having him around growing up the little time that I did. You know, I do remember that my dad, he spoiled me any chance that he got, you know, materialistically. And I feel that has a lot to do why I'm not a, materialis- a materialistic person in my life because I didn't want that. I didn't want the newest and greatest toys. They were fine, they were fun, uh, but that's not what I needed. I needed my dad, I really, really did, and I realize it more and more as you know the older that I get. So I make sure that although I have a, a broken home, quote unquote, you can say, because that is what it is. My children you know, have their fathers, they know their fathers, they go with them, Often, you know, not often enough I can say and be honest. I wish they did see their dads more But their dads are involved to the best of their You know willing and wanting so I couldn't ask for more on that end and I do appreciate so much that my mother never bad my dad I was able to see who he was for myself And I feel that if my mom would have handled that differently, I I definitely would have handled it it differently with my children now. But I do not. You know, my kids love their dads. And to be honest, I love my dad too. But I don't have a relationship with him. Oddly enough, coming up, I will be taking a trip to um, Puerto Rico with my family. And my kids will be going with me and i will be seeing my dad after 16 years and i'm doing this trip more so for my children to be able to meet their grandfather because they asked me like hey you know where's your dad like we get to see our dad where's your dad and i showed him a picture of him and they're like wow i want to meet my grandpa that's so cool i have a grandpa you know i'm like yeah yeah sure we're going to meet him and we will i'm going to take them out there and kind of just do a little knock knock at the door let him open it up and hey, here's your grandbabies. (laughs) And I, I just want the closure, I guess, for myself too, just to be able to see him. Because honestly, if I'm, I'm being real, that may be the last time that I see my dad. Uh, I know for sure I'm not just going to be traveling out to Puerto Rico to see him, um, unless he comes out here to see me. But it is what it is. But I don't, foresee that happening I mean it's been 16 years and he hasn't came yet but people change right yeah so they say <laughs> if they want to change they will change but good question thank you this next one says I notice in your episodes that you do not use vulgar language is that how you live your everyday life um absolutely not <laughs> I do curse I try my darnest not to though and I want to keep my episodes user friendly my kids do listen to it also so I, I you know want to be considerate of other children that may watch I mean that may listen excuse me to my episodes and I just want to you know just be sensitive to the ears that are out there but yeah I do I mean a casual conversation I feel that um, a lady should not use ugly and nasty words, but they come out. I try to limit them for sure, though. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. This next one says Where do you get the music that you play in your intro and outro? Uh, I get it off of a website called Royalty Free Music and i believe it's also like titled epidemic something along those lines but it's a subscription that i pay for and it allows me to browse thousands and thousands of music and beats and what have you and it's absolutely the coolest thing ever i am a music head i love all genres of music the only thing you may not really catch me ever listening to is like heavy metal you know or like they're screaming and just like whoa what it just kind of gives me a headache but hey i see people in love and doing what they do with that music and hey rock on but yeah so it's just it's just a website that i use so this next question was very random and i scratched my head a little at it but hey (laughs) okay um this person asked Do you own a gun? And if you do, why? I am licensed in the state of Ohio to carry a concealed weapon Um, that I do own. I I own a weapon. I own a gun. Uh, I am a single mother of two boys, so that is my protection. That's our protection, and I have to do what I have to do if I have to do what I have to do. And the saying goes, it's better to have one and not have to use it than have to use it and not have one. Uh, I have schooled my kids on the importance of gun safety. My oldest sat in the class with me and was very attentive and I allowed him to go to the shooting range with me and my instructor, which is also a very good friend of mine and he took the class very seriously as any instructor should, but especially with my child being there, he, taught him just as much as he taught me so yes my oldest does know how to shoot a gun he has gone to a shooting range uh, and he shot it off and did an amazing job had no fear at all and it made me very proud to know that my son you know wasn't scared of that moment because god forbid something were to happen that he needed to use a gun to protect our home myself his self. however you see it I would rather him know how to do it than not and be frantic and could possibly, you know, lose his life or my life or, you know, God, I don't even like talking like that. But it's important for kids to know nowadays, especially. I know I said I was going to try to get to all the questions in this first episode, and I did touch on a lot of them. But I'm going to have to make an episode two uh, for the remaining questions that I have. I have one more, though, I'm going to put in. It's a very detailed and specific question that I feel is necessary to answer in this episode. So I'm going to go ahead and read this one off. Um, Again, it's very detailed, so just pay attention and I will give it the best answer that I've got. All right. It says, I'd love to know this. What made you or what situation happened to you that was like, this is it, the last straw which made you decide to really hone and channel your energies and focus more on the only speaking and doing positive to get even more of that back from the universe. Not everyone thinks on these wavelengths. I feel like during our time of living, we were granted just a glimpse of knowledge that sucked us in. And it happens by chance from a situation, traumatic or not, that makes you say, nope, this is the move now. Mm. When I read this one, I had an immediate answer that came to me. And my answer is, yeah, something traumatic. I faced death. I seeing my life flash before my eyes. And honestly, I've seen it a couple times, but this very last time was the one that I was like, no, never again, because this last one was almost in my control. I allowed a being to come into my home, into my life, and abrupt it and shake it up. And this person that I dealt with, um, a so-called man, and I actually wrote a poem about him that... I'm going to share on one of my episodes, maybe the next one, a very deep poem that I was able to read on the radio here in Cleveland, Ohio. And it was um, a very toxic relationship that I was in. Now, mind you, I have been in other toxic relationships, but I will own up to say that, you know, I was part of the toxicity too. I, you know, also had a lot to do with our arguments or, you know, whatever the case may be with this last one, this one that I was in, I didn't do anything to deserve anything that that so-called man did to me. And he chose to put his hands on me when I did nothing but just go to sleep. He was upset that I went to sleep. He was upset that I didn't want to hang out with him anymore that evening. He became very evil very fast. He stabbed my dog. He threatened to burn my house down while my kids were sleeping. He threatened my life. If I were to ever like call the cops or do anything along those lines, he loaded a gun. He had that gun loaded next to me and I never had that feeling of knowing that I can possibly be shot and killed and it was scary and it was real and at that very moment i knew i had to get this person out i knew that i love myself enough to do whatever it takes to protect my home and to protect my soul i knew i had two boys that were in the home with me the day that he put his hands on me and i had to get him out but any means possible. And the reason why it took so long for him to get out of my home and out of our lives was because of all the weapons that we had in our home. So I had to be very careful. He threatened me in ways that I've never been threatened. And once I had to go to the police and do all that, I even told the judge, like, look, I have walked down dark alleys by myself and I had never felt the fear that I felt with this so-called man in my home. So this was the situation that the straw that broke the camel's back, like they say, for me to own up completely to my life. And Pep talked myself to the realest of the real look in the mirror, which I did. And I, I talked to myself for a long time, you know, crying, sobbing, praying, but believing in everything that I said, knowing that this person that is looking at me in the mirror deserves the best and she is worthy of everything to come to her but you have to make a change you have to do this for yourself and it's very very important and i did and i went to nine court dates nine and finally justice was served he did do time um, along with a lot of other things, but that was the situation, yeah, this Selena now is is better than ever and I am never allowing that situation to ever occur again, I got so in tune with my soul and my emotions that I know there is no way I would ever allow that type of negativity in my home, in my life, in my soul, in my spirit, around my children, not ever Whether it be in a form of a so-called man or just a friendship with female, male, it does not matter. Whatever it is, negativity is not going to enter into my life. And if it does, I am getting rid of it as soon as possible, cutting it with no hesitation, no thought about it, you're gone. So if you feel like you're gonna step to me in my life and bring me any type of negativity and think you will affect me in any way, you're wrong. It's not happening. Try again and try again, and you're just gonna continue to make me stronger and stronger. So I thank you in advance. If you ever feel you're gonna be able to do that for me, but um, I'm gonna turn it into a positive situation and scenario each and every time. And with that, I am going to close this episode. Thank you so much for these questions again. And, and I will finish them off uh, the Friday coming um, in March. The last Friday of March 2020 is when I will do the rest of the questions. And if you guys have any more, please email me at the number one at gmail.com. And I will continue to answer questions as long as I get them. So... Like I say, change your perspective, change your attitude, change your mind, and you change your life. I believe in you, so believe in you too. Until next time.